Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The search is continuing for a missing 13-year-old boy in Jefferson County. He has some issues, some disabilities, where he was last seen. If anybody knows anything, anything at all, this little sting is not unimportant. Please come forward. Three years after a South St. Louis woman went missing, investigators dig up the backyard of her family's former home. Why the woman's mom says she's shocked by the move. And this is the anniversary of that deadly school shooting in South St. Louis. The remembrance and resilience for students at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School today. Welcome back, everybody. On this Tuesday, October 24th, you are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Good morning to you all. Thank you for joining us. We're taking a live look now at our Together Credit Union Roof Cam. We've got Angela Huddy joining us this morning with a look at our forecast. And you got some green going on on your screen. A lot of movement. Yeah, some green moving in, although that's struggling a bit to move into the St. Louis area. John, you needed to wear a rainbow tie. Maybe that would have spurred the rain to come down even more. <laughs> that too. I, well, Blair has bow ties on as well. They're small. Today, They're built in. I was hoping that would be good luck. A lot of you, John. <laughs> yeah, we are going to get rain this week. It's just going to kind of take a while to build into the St. Louis area. Not just I'm talking about today, I'm kind of talking about over the next couple of days because we've been in this very dry pattern. Drier air fights off the rain, kind of erodes it away. And that's something that we're going to watch today. So temperatures are warmer out the door this morning, mid 50s to low 60s across the region. Lambert's at 65 degrees, but a lot of the areas in the upper 50s. So somewhere in between out the door this morning for that 7, 8 o'clock bus ride. Expect clouds to be taking over our skies. Cloudy skies this afternoon, still very mild. 78 degrees for that bus ride home later on today. Will you need to take the umbrella this morning? Probably not. Maybe a sprinkle or two here or there, but you will need it later this week. We'll have that full outlook coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right, starting to get a little busier on the roads. Let's get an update with Amelia. Yep, and we're already seeing some slowdowns, especially in those construction zones. 270 westbound is going to be really, really slow, a little bit east of 170. So just be mindful. You can see that you're tapping the brakes around 29 miles per hour in that eastbound direction. So here's a live look at that. It's going to be kind of near the Washington Elizabeth area, and definitely it's all due to construction. No traffic incidents out there, but we are monitoring a stalled semi that has emergency crews heading to the scene. As you can see, there's flashing lights over. Uh, this is going to be in the southbound direction of 55 at Richardson. I'll have more details on this coming up in just about 15 minutes or so. All right, thanks, Amelia. We're going to get now an update on the search for a missing 13-year-old boy from House Springs area. He was last seen early yesterday evening. And the power of two's Chris Renier is live in House Springs. And Chris, there is even more concern because this boy has cognitive disabilities, right? Uh, indeed, Blair. Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you as well. Lots of things concerning authorities and, of course, the loved ones of this 13-year-old boy this morning, not the least of which is what his family says are some cognitive disabilities that they are coping with. We are outside of Valley Middle School here right off of Gravelway Road. This is one of the places where authorities were last night. In fact, crews spent a long time 
last night searching this general area for the missing teen, but unfortunately they did not find him. The teen and his family have a home where they live not far at all from the school. The missing boy is identified as 13-year-old Dakota Latimer. He was last seen wearing a black hoodie with black oversized jogging pants with a white stripe down the side. Grant Bissell, a spokesperson for the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, tells us Dakota was last seen at his home around 540 yesterday evening. When Dakota's family realized he was gone, they called authorities and the search started. Bissell tells us that Dakota's family says he does indeed have cognitive disabilities and is known to wander off. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department and the High Ridge Fire Protection District headed up the search for Dakota here last night. Bissell said authorities used a bloodhound, did grid searches, and used devices that would detect the heat signature from a person, but they found nothing. Bissell says because the search techniques all came up empty and due to some evidence found during the investigation, authorities believe Dakota got into a car and left the area. Bissell tells us right now there is no evidence of a crime, but authorities are, of course, concerned about Dakota's safety and his whereabouts. Bissell says the Sheriff's Department is now taking over the search and will be doing some behind-the-scenes kind of work to try and find Dakota. If you have any information, you are asked to call the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department at 636-797-9999. For now, Live in House Springs, I'm Chris Rieger. Thank you, Chris. Well, the North County Police Cooperative has issued an endangered silver advisory. This is for 80-year-old Shirley Pittman. She went missing from Northberry Lane in Vanita Park at around 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. She's 5 foot 7, 180 pounds with gray hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a red shirt, blue jeans, and pink and white Nike sandals. Police say she has dementia. She left home walking and might be headed toward Alton, Illinois. If you have any information, Call the North County Police Cooperative or 911. Investigators are digging in the backyard of a South St. Louis house where the parents of a missing woman, Breon Miller, once lived. St. Louis police confirmed the FBI is assisting in a missing persons case from 2020, but are not commenting beyond that. Miller's mother says she was shocked to learn police and the FBI were both in her old backyard. She hopes to finally get answers to her daughter's disappearance. It would mean everything in the world to me. It would mean everything to me. That's all I ever want. I just want to know what she said, what happened to her. I've been living in darkness for a while. And it's, it's sad because I don't want to think of her. I know she's in heaven with the angels. I do believe that. I just feel that in my heart. Neighbors say Breanne Miller went missing a few months after her 21st birthday following an argument with her boyfriend. That was back in July of 2020. 605 is your time right now. Well, today is a day of remembrance of the victims of last year's shooting at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. The Bar of Two's Laura Simon is live outside of the school in South St. Louis with a look at how St. Louis Public Schools are observing this somber day. Laura. Blair, October 24, 2022 is a day most of us here in the St. Louis area will never forget. A former CVPA student shot his way into the school, taking the lives of 15-year-old Alexandria Bell and beloved teacher Jean Kuska. And behind me this morning are two candles lit in their honor. And as a result of this day of remembrance, classes here at CVPA, as well as the Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience, 
which shares its campus, are canceled today. And district leaders are saying this day is a day of reflection. It's a day to come together and remember the lives lost. It's also a day of healing. And grief counselors are going to be available to provide support for students and staff who continue grappling with the lingering pain, trauma, and stress from the school shooting. In honor of 61-year-old teacher Jean Kuska's memory, her alma mater, Lindbergh High School, recently established the Jean Kuska Memorial Scholarship. She taught health, PE, and personal finance and worked at CVPA for 14 years. She was a wife, a mom, and a grandmother. Alexandria Bell was a sophomore here. Her friends remember her as being creative, outspoken, bold, and bright. She loved to dance, and she loved the color purple. Several others were injured in the shooting that day as well. And ahead of this solemn anniversary, the superintendent of St. Louis Public Schools, Keisha Scarlett, sent out a heartfelt letter to families acknowledging the pain and grief that people are still dealing with today. It reads in part, in the face of adversity, our community has demonstrated remarkable resilience and strength. Together, we have taken steps towards healing from that fateful day. However, it remains crucial that we come together as a community to acknowledge the difficult emotions that persist within our hearts. And coming up here in our next half hour, we're going to be speaking with school leaders about how they've been supporting students, teachers, and families who have been impacted by this tragedy over the past year. And we will have coverage throughout the day on Fox 2 as we remember the lives lost here. Reporting live here in South St. Louis, I'm Laura Simon. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. And we have some uh, new information for you uh, coming into the newsroom right now. 608 is your time. Burglars broke into a business in South St. Louis. This was at the Gravoy Plaza just before 330 this morning. The back door was broken in. We don't know right now if they got away with anything. Also this morning, Blair, there was a fire at this vacant house in South St. Louis. It was at Virginia and Eichelberger around 430 in the morning. Our Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, was there as the flames extended through the roof. No injuries reported. Well, the Lemay Ferry, or I'm sorry, the Lemay Fire Protection District is calling on people to keep an eye out after more than 20 suspicious fires in that area this year. One person was arrested last week in connection with those fires. However, two more fires were set at two vacant houses over the weekend. We're told that uh, firefighters had minor injuries in both of these fires. The St. Louis Regional Bomb and Arson Unit is investigating it. St. Louis aldermen consider the proposed unhoused Bill of Rights today. This comes after the city removed a homeless camp from the City Hall lawn just three weeks ago. An aldermanic committee takes up the bill today. It would decriminalize homelessness and create safe camping areas with the city providing showers, toilets, and 24-hour security. Well, the power of two, your local election headquarters. No excuse. Absentee voting begins today for the November 7th special election in parts of St. Louis County. You may vote at the Board of Elections office in St. Anne. The deadline to request a mail-in ballot is tomorrow on Wednesday at 5. One key issue on the ballot is the annexation issue in Man Manchester.